Coming up, Sherwood RM Councillor Tim Proby found not guilty of corruption charges, and the stock growers discussed changes to trespass laws and other issues at the annual meeting, which opened Sunday in Swift Current. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision ag and lawn and garden products. The former RM of Sherwood Councillor Tim Proby was found not guilty of municipal corruption and breach of trust in a Regina courtroom yesterday. Proby's reaction inside Court of Queen's bench was understated, but outside he was outspoken in his vindication and plans for the future. Proby told reporters he would go back to council next Wednesday if permitted. Proby was accused of approaching Reeve Jeff Poisson and trying to convince him to take part in a vote trading deal back in February 2016. The allegation stemmed from a conversation at a coffee shop recorded by Poisson. Court heard back in January the accused admitted to the conversation, but his lawyer successfully argued Proby wanted to do what was in the best interest of the RM. The judge ruled there was no breach of trust or municipal corruption. The arm of Sherwood says Proby was removed from his council position on the recommendation of the provincial ombudsman over a conflict of interest issue. That is under appeal, and the RM says Proby will not be able to return to council until the conflict of interest issue has been resolved. Members of QP are demonstrating during the noon hour in front of the head office of grain company Viterra in downtown Regina today. QP representative Jean-Pierre Proulx says the protest is designed to draw attention to 51 Viterra workers locked out at the Port of Montreal since January 31st. He says the members are seeking parity in pensions with other Viterra workers, as well as improved health and safety issues. Because the main office is down here in Regina, we came down here uh, from Montreal, me and the president, and we're trying to uh, do a little rally to ask Viterra, especially Kyle Jaworski, which is the uh, CEO from Viterra Canada, to ask him to sit down with us and bargain. Perul says the two sides have only had two days of talks since the lockout at the end of January, and he says the lockout has reached the 18th week. Wild boars, trespass laws, and other issues will be discussed at the annual Saskatchewan Stock Growers Convention, which opens Sunday in Swift Current. Stock Growers President Shane Yonke expects a large turnout at the annual meeting. He says one resolution will discuss land access issues and updating trespass laws in Saskatchewan. We fully support hunting and all the extracurricular activities, but we would really like to see mandatory permission. So when a hunter comes on to your place, they have to ask for permission instead of having the onus on the landowner to post hunting with permission only every 400 yards or whatever the existing act is in place. And I think it's just more or less common sense and common courtesy for the two groups to work together. Why would you like to see uh, a change to the trespass laws? Well, it just gives the producers a little bit more uh, control over it. Like with uh, with many issues, because uh, primarily like biosecurity, you have the risk of noxious weeds coming in uh, on different vehicles that aren't from your part of the world, the part of the area. And uh, we, as stewards of the land, like to take care of it. And any kind of prevention we can get to stop that is key for us. And wildfires have been a recent issue. Yeah, and it's, uh, I know last year, like, I've always, we've always encouraged hunting on our place, but we did it on foot only. It just, the more vehicles you have out there on that native grass, the higher the risk is you're going to be having uh, to put out a fire in the short term. 
Now, on another resolution, there's some opposition to front package labeling from the federal health ministry, I think about hamburger, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and that's just, they're doing that where they're going to put on the nutrient warning levels uh, for products such as ground beef, where it provides umpteen amount of nutrients, whereas you have something like on crackers and diet pop, it doesn't have that label to warn people when they go to purchase, which we find that kind of ridiculous. Another resolution encourages RMs uh, to work together to help come up with equipment for battling these wildfires that have become an issue. Yes, and I think for a lot of the areas here that you get the RMs working together, it's uh, to have the equipment just solely placed the burden on one RM, it's probably a little bit too much to ask for, but you can get uh, neighboring RMs to work together and anything that we can do for the province or the RM can do to quickly uh, have things in place to battle the fire is a great idea. Shane Yonke is the president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association. The Stock Growers Annual Meeting opens Sunday in Swift Current and wraps up Tuesday. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Early seeded and slow growing canola crops have been facing some flea beetle pressure this spring. A warmer than normal month of May is also a factor for flea beetles. That's according to James Tanzi, the provincial insect specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Once the soil heats up to about 14-15 C, they start emerging. They don't all come up at once, so you're going to get a, you know, an increase in the number that are emerging from their overwintering sites, typically in shelter belts. And these are going to begin seeking out host plants. But of course, you're going to get a, a peak in emergence. And uh, I think with this season, with uh, you know, the relatively late seeding of some of the canola, we're seeing peak emergence of the flea beetles coinciding with uh, the emergence of the uh, canola seedlings uh, when they're at their most vulnerable stage. Tansy says flea beetles may be approaching peak emergence. Yeah, I, d- I don't know that we've actually seen the peak of peak emergence. Of course, both species, uh, you know, major economic species, the, the striped flea beetle and the crucifer flea beetle, emerge from overwintering at different times. So the striped flea beetle can emerge, you know, often, you know, three weeks before the crucifer flea beetle does. I think you can see peak emergence, but uh, they're not going to go away. The populations can, can remain pretty strong for weeks. Tansy says recent moisture improves crop prospects with the flea beetles. It shouldn't kill them off. Uh, it, it will slow them down, though, uh, slow their feeding down. And I think um, the best thing associated with this moisture is going to be the uh, bump that the, that the crop gets so it can get past that susceptible stage. Tansy outlines the susceptible stage. Once you start getting into the true leaves, uh, your true leaf growth, then the plant can uh, take a whole lot more damage. Yeah, the cotyledons are, are particularly sensitive. Tansy outlines when farmers should consider spraying for flea beetles. The action threshold associated with the flea beetles is uh, 25% overall damage. So uh, if, if a grower is looking at a, at a a whole field or even, you know, the, these animals do invade from the edge of the field. Uh, if they want to concentrate their spray on the edge of the field, they would look at this area, their field edge sample over a number of different portions of that. And once that's reached, on average, 25% damage, uh, that is 25% defoliation of the cotyledons and the flea beetles are still active. So it's probably time to consider spraying. Uh, once you get to 50% leaf loss, then you're looking at, looking at uh, a, a yield hit. 
Tansy was asked about spraying field edges only. It depends on where the flea beetles are. I mean, that's why it's important to sample over multiple locations in the field. Uh, if a grower determines that they are limited to the field edges, then, then they, can, they can accomplish a lot with, uh, with field edge spraying. But if, they, if they've worked their way through the entire crop, uh, it may be necessary to spray the entire crop. James Tanzi is the Provincial Insect Control Specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. The Saskatchewan government today unveiled a plaque recognizing the historic Reeser Ranch in southwest Saskatchewan. The Reeser Ranch is the province's 52nd heritage property. The ranch represents a time in Saskatchewan's history when ranching shifted from mainly corporate enterprises to family-run operations. The buildings are considered fine examples of the craftsmanship used in ranch architecture in Cypress Hills between 1906 and 1916. Tourists to the area are able to visit these buildings, which continue to serve in the family's ranching operations. The property is also operated as a bed and breakfast. The first annual Ranch Heritage Barn Dance is scheduled from 7 to 10 tonight. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading this morning. Feed barley fell $13 at $187.63. Canola dropped $1.90 at $491.74. Oats declined 15 cents at $153.04. Number one red spring wheat decreased $1.44 at $237.89. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $255.73. Flax, $472.68. Yellow peas, 244.54. Feed wheat, 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, July spring wheat is down 4 cents at 593.5 cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. Looks like just over 400 cattle on offer here on Tuesday. The cow market may be a buck or two lower again this week. Lots of cows start to move in western Canada. These good cows are going to bring 88 right up to 96, 97 bucks on the top, top end. Good bulls, they were maybe much the same. They bring anywhere from $1.05 right up to $1.18. We did have a big high yield in bull at 2,500 pounds, bring $1.24. Not a lot of yearlings on market on the market, but that market looked fairly strong. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,000 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 168 to 173 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,300 head, selling a range of 171 to 178 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, June 8th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 169.53, Ham's Cash, 168.03, Thunder Creek Brickle, 160.99, and High Life, 168.03 dollars per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is higher, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 35 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2972. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.14 cents U.S. Negotiated cash hog prices in most USDA reporting regions gained nearly $1.50 a hundredweight in yesterday's trade as packers compete for fewer market-ready hogs. 
The market for fresh pork also experienced gains, but the increase in the carcass cutout value was limited to roughly half as much as a live price rally. After hitting the lowest prices in two months earlier this week, mostly in hog futures contracts have made a remarkable recovery and now trading near one-month highs. Cash market support, combined with excellent export volume data from April, has supported the price recovery. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Clearing this afternoon, wind northeast 20, the high 22, the low 13. Tomorrow, clearing skies, wind southeast 30, the high 28, the low 18. Sunday, sunny, windy, the high 29, chance of evening showers on Sunday with a low of 11. Monday, cloudy, the high 17, and windy, the low 7. Tuesday, partly cloudy with 40% chance of showers and windy, the high 17, the low 10. Wednesday, sunny, the high 24, the low 12. Thursday, sunny skies, the high near 24. The normal high for this time of year is 23. The normal low is 9 degrees. The sun rose at 4.48 this morning. It sets at 9.07 tonight. And the Saskatchewan hotspot this hour is Leader in western central Saskatchewan. It has a temperature, Leader has a temperature of 25 degrees. The Canadian hotspot is only 2 degrees warmer. That's at Red Lake, Ontario. Red Lake, Ontario is the Canadian hotspot at 27 Leader Saskatchewan is 25. On the roundup in Saskatchewan, Estevan 24, Saskatoon 23, Swift Current 22, Weyburn 21, Yorkton is 16 degrees. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 18, that's 64 Fahrenheit, winds are from the north at 2. The humidity is 78%, the barometer is rising 101.3. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 18 degrees, winds are from the northwest at 9. Once again, Regina cloudy and 18 degrees, that's 64 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.